Well, hello there, my little sweeties, my little love muffins from all around the big, the big blue world. This is your hostess, Miss Tiffany Morgan, calling to you live from Kingston, Ontario, Canada, the home of Limestone and the home to me, Miss Tiffany Morgan. That's right, sweet peas. Hello out there in the world. Hello. Oh, look at that. I already have, I have one active viewer already. Thank you. <laughs> so this is Breakfast with Tiffany with your hostess, me, Miss Tiffany Morgan. Drag queen extraordinaire. That's that's what I'm telling myself, calling myself these days here in Kingston, Ontario, Canada. Uh, and you're listening to CFRC 101.9 FM, or you're listening to this as my podcast on Tiffany.com, T-Y-F-F-A-N-I-E.com. But yeah, sweepies, uh, it's been uh, it's been a whole week since the last you've heard from me, <laughs> and since then. Uh, a lot has a lot is going on today. There's a lot going on today. There's a lot going on tomorrow. There's a lot going on on the weekend. So let's let's try to digest all this. Let's try to digest all this. Um, it's yeah, it's just been a little bit crazy. So let me just uh, first of all kind of talk about this last weekend. So it was Kingston Pride, like the main stuff for Kingston Pride happened this weekend, including the parade on Sunday and uh, what happened. Oh, so Friday was a show <laughs> it was a boat cruise that's right <laughs> i did the boat cruise with uh dulce and that was really fun like dulce is quite the entertainer and it was nice to have a uh, something that's felt a bit normal even though all the tables were separated by plexiglass uh so that was the boat cruise on friday and then the fair was going on on the saturday and then the parade happened on the Sunday and um, and I did drag queen uh, sorry story time to children on Sunday. <laughs> I was really nervous. I was really, really, really nervous. I don't know why. Well actually I do know why. I didn't really prepare as well as I should have. Yeah, I should I should have known those books inside and out. They are children's books. They are like, you know, uh, red means this, yellow means that. Like, you know, uh, I should have prepared a bit more ahead of time for that. But I will say, um, I think I still did a good job. I think I still did a good job. <laughs> no complaints from the children, no complaints from the parents. So, or any other adults who were involved too. Because I do find when you're doing drag story time in a public space, you get a lot of, you know, people who just want to, who just want to, uh, you know, have a story read to them too. <laughs> It's giving me ideas, too, to write, you know, maybe Drag Queen Storytime needs to expand out beyond the children <laughs> for the adults as well. Who knows? Who knows? Reading some sort of uh, Harlequin romance something. <laughs> I think I think there could be something with that. There could be something there. There could be something there. And then uh, I did, I ended up doing performances at City, uh, sorry, at the Confederation Basin Park afterwards on the Sunday and uh, uh, Rowena Way really knows how to, you know, get me to do stuff, but I was exhausted. I don't know about you, CPs, but this change in, it was a nice, it was a fairly warmish, like it was a bit cool on the Sunday and this week definitely it's gotten a lot cooler, hasn't it, CPs? It's fall is definitely here. I took a photo of a neighbor, a neighbor's garden, 
and uh, the pumpkins have already turned. The pumpkins have turned colors to orange. A lot of, uh, you know, perennials and stuff are already starting to kaput on me. My hostas are looking like, ooh. And the ferns are uh, going to sleep now, too. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely fall. It's definitely fall. I had to put on, I instead of shorts today, sweepies, I put on pants. <laughs> oh, no, it's that, it's that cool. It's that cool. <laughs> but, yeah, that was my weekend. How was your weekend, sweepies? Uh, did you have a good time? Did you participate in any Kingston Pride activities? Uh, it was lots of fun. So thank you so much, everyone who uh, participated at Kingston Pride. Great job. Uh, Kingston Pride will be having their annual uh, general meeting uh, in October. So make sure if you want to have voting rights, make sure to renew your membership. Everyone's membership uh, would have um, would have ended um, if you had membership before. It would have ended by the end of August. And it's important to uh, get that membership in um, ASAP. So there we go. All right, sweet peas. Again, you're listening to Breakfast with Tiffany with your hostess, Miss Me, uh, Miss Tiffany, me, <laughs> Miss Tiffany Morgan. And uh, this is on CFRC 101.9 FM on CFRC.ca and on my podcast at Tiffany.com. So uh, you, for those who, uh, I do record this live uh, on my social medias. And for those who are watching me right now, you'll see that I'm wearing my Every Child Matters t-shirt, my Orange Shirt Day t-shirt. September 30th. Uh, so September 30th is uh, uh, t- the traditional orange shirt day. Um, it is now also the uh, national. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm failing here. The <laughs> oh, the national day of truth and reconciliation. That's right. That's right. Um, national day for truth and reconciliation. Thank you. So I, I was trying to remember the exact verbiage here. I, I, I doubted myself. I wanted to get it accurate. <laughs> this is a new kind of um, uh, uh, day, um, kind of like a civic holiday in Kingston here. I know um, as a, uh, uh, you know, as a government worker, we have the day off, but it's a day to, um, to kind of commemorate uh, for, uh, and, and, uh, and, yeah, to think about um, the uh, the, uh, the legacies, uh, about reconciliation, about honoring truths out there, you know, all, all the myriads of truths out there that, you know, like the, the residential school systems, 60s scoop, uh, like all those sort of things that, uh, against our, our Indigenous uh, Inuit, Métis, uh, 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 sisters and brothers out there in, in Canada. And uh, this is a day to kind of recognize those truths. Uh, I, you know, some of them hard truths, some of them hard truths. Like we, we Canadians, we, we sometimes think that, you know, we, everything's good. Everything's rosy. We're better than, you know, <laughs> better than everyone else sort of thing. But let's just recognize that, you know, no, <laughs> things can be better. Things can be better, especially for our, our indigenous brothers and sisters out there and comrades out there. Uh, so that's, that's part of that. So uh, if you, um, if you don't know about it, there, <laughs> uh, there have been uh, a few various um, large scale kind of investigations sort of things, such as the uh, missing, murdered and ind- uh, indigenous women and girls 
Um, but then there was also the um, the Truth and Reconciliation uh, report as well. For September 30th, for September 30th, the last day of September, I have five things, five things that you can do to commemorate this day. Five things. So one, wear an orange shirt. Wear an orange shirt, sweepies. Like, you know, it could be an Every Child Matters shirt. It could be uh, any kind of orange shirt. Or it could just be, you know, whatever orange shirt you have laying around. Whatever orange shirt you have laying around. So number one, wear an orange shirt. Number two, hang an orange shirt in your window. So if if you're not going out, if you're like me, I work from home. I uh, I barely leave the house. <laughs> you can put an orange shirt in your window. Hey, if you have an orange shirt, hang it in your window just to commemorate this day, just to commemorate this day so that your friends and neighbors and anyone walking by can can see that up there in the window. Another one, so this, uh, read the 94 calls to action of the Truth and Reconciliation Report. So there's 94 calls to action. One I'm going to bring up with you right now, which is really important. So number 80 of of those 94 calls to action is a very important one, specifically for September 30th. So we call upon, I'm going to read it verbatim here from the report. We call upon the federal government in collaboration with Aboriginal peoples to establish as a statutory holiday a National Day for Truth and Reconciliation to honor survivors, their families, and communities, and to ensure the public commemoration of the history and legacy of residential schools remains a vital component of the reconciliation process. So yes, yes, that's what today is. That's what today is. It, it, you know, one of those calls to action are actually implemented. Here we are on this day. We're taking that moment to to honor the survivors, survivors of residential schools, survivors of of um, you know missing and murdered Indigenous women's and girls and stuff like that. The, their families, communities, and uh, commemorating the history and legacy of the residential school systems. Um, it got a lot of traction. Uh, well, has it been almost a year now when they discovered uh, the unmarked graves of, of, of children at some of the residential schools um, in um, in Western Canada? Not to be surprised if there's any, you know, more local here in Ontario, goodness sakes. But yeah, so that's number three. So read those calls to action. You can go to the actual report page. There's a PDF. There's a I think the BC government has a webpage about it. Uh, there's also, you know, even a little bit more condensed versions out there. So so that's something you could be doing, five things to be doing on September 30th. Number four, remember those who were taken from their homes and did not return. All right. So that's that's kind of coming from my heart here. There were children who taken from their homes you know, around this time of year, every year, they were taken from their homes, put into a residential school, and never return. Can you imagine that? Just try to try to put yourself in those shoes. Just try to put yourself in those shoes. That you know, you a sister, a brother, you, or or maybe even your aunt or uncle, grandmother, grandfather, whatever was taken from your home, taken from, and you and you don't see them ever again. You know, if your sister or or mother decided, oh, I'm going to go visit a a school friend across, uh, you know, across town, 
and then just never came back. Um, it's it's something to think about. It's something so just just remembering, just remembering those people, and that's the legacy. That's that is what you know. Uh, being indigenous in Canada is like, you know, uh, there there it's it's just it's just uh, just just to sit down and and think about that, think about that. And number five, so this just came up today, um, just like within the last hour. I uh, I was checking out some websites, and I didn't even know about this app. Um, so so download, yeah, download the mobile app called Reconciliation, a starting point. Reconciliation, a, a starting point. And uh, I did that myself. I also downloaded another app too. <laughs> Whose land? I downloaded that app. And uh, that's interesting, but yeah. So this is um, uh, through uh, the in collaboration with the feds and the national um, uh, government of Canada and uh, the national defense. So there's there's a lot of information here that you can you can learn uh, a bit about what reconciliation means, and you know just reading some of the histories and stuff like that and. You know, it's 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 just it's just mind boggling, and and you know the um, when I was learning a bit about what the Indian agent, you know, their role response, uh, their role was, and how terrible that was, I had no idea. Like you know, when when you hear about people, you know, um, people being on the reserves and stuff like that, you're like, oh, okay, well they have self government. Well, no, the Indian agent had all the power, and they would give off lands without any consultation or anything. And it's normally a white guy. <laughs> Let's just, you know, it's normally a white guy, the Indian agent. They give off, you know, huge lands off the, uh, you know, um, to other people, you know, without any consultation and stuff. It's just terrible, just terrible, some of this legacy that we have here. But it's important to, I, I just uh, discovered too that where I live in Kingston, uh, that's part of the Crawford's Purchase. Is that what it was? Crawford's purchase, and just uh, reading a bit about that. That I, you know, there's, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's just, you know, disputed uh, kind of uh, purchase there uh, here in Kingston. Anyway, National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, uh, September thirtieth. Those are Tiffany's five things. Five things that you can do to commemorate the day. Wear an orange shirt, hang an orange shirt in your window, read the 94 calls to action, uh, remember those who were taken from their homes and did not, yeah, just, and then also download that Reconciliation, reconciliation a Starting Point app. Uh, so that's that's what you can be doing. That's what you can be doing. Oh, hi, Jazz. Hi, Mama. Love you, too. Love you, too. <laughs> All right, sweet peas. Well... Uh, Dahlia Anarchy is back again for another Oracle reading. And without any further ado, because I do love Dahlia Anarchy. Oh my goodness. She's, she's, she's very good performer and tarot reader. Cause like everything she says, I, I need to listen in this week to see what's going on. Cause, uh, uh a few things have been going on and I need some uh, direction with that. So without any further ado, again, you're listening to C4C 101.9 FM. Um, also on c4c.ca and or as a podcast on tiffany.com. So please give it up for Dahlia Anarchy. Hi, everyone. 
My name is Dahlia Anarchy, and welcome to this week's tarot card message. For those of you who don't know me, I am a drag artist and a tarot card reader, and I'm here to provide guidance and insights to those of you who seek it. So, the tarot cards that we have for this week are the Devil, the Nine of Swords, and the Two of Pentacles. Alright, Kingston, it looks like this week a lot of us are facing some sort of difficulty or challenge involving work or making a choice with our work in which direction we want to go. With the first card that we have, the Devil, this is actually a card about indulgence and then the work that we are tied to. It's what we feel we are bound to, and in this situation, I feel like it causes us great joy, but also a great amount of stress. I feel like the stress comes from wanting to meet an expectation that you have set for yourself, or the expectations that others have set upon you. Either way though, it actually looks like something that you would normally enjoy, but for some reason there is added pressure or uh, just a higher expectation this week for you. And this week is about learning how to manage that and trying to figure out how you're going to move forward while dealing with this internally. The next card that we have is the Nine of Swords. And very often this card talks about anxiety or nightmares that we have. Usually this is worrying about the future or the way that things unfold. However, I feel like this card is here because it wants us to be aware of this anxiety, not because it's something that we should feed, but it's something that we should learn to manage for ourselves. Whenever this card shows up, it usually means that we actually have more control than we think, and it comes by changing the way that we think and changing our mindset about this challenge. It looks like there is a greater amount of stress or just a negative feeling coming from external of you being put upon you. But with these cards here, it's asking you to separate it into smaller pieces and to manage it and to change the mindset around it so that it doesn't feel as stressful and you can move forward this week even with this feeling that is around you. The last card that we have is the Two of Pentacles. The Two of Pentacles very often symbolizes change, change in the physical world or the physical environment. It also symbolizes making a choice. In the physical depiction of the Two of Pentacles, there's this man who is juggling the Two Pentacles between him, and in the background, there are very high waves in the sea and on the ships behind him. I feel like that is a symbolic representation of you going back and forth on how to manage the situation and it really is about finding that personal balance to help you cope and figure out what is best for you in your situation. One of the key messages from this though is to be practical and also realistic with how you're going to approach whatever this situation is. 
And remember, it's probably not as bad as you're thinking it is. The way that you're able to help yourself with this is by changing the way that you think about it and the way that you approach the situation. So that's everything that I'm seeing for us for this week. If you enjoyed this, you can find me at linktree slash Dahlia Anarchy. There you can find my various social medias. Until next time, I hope you take care. Bye everyone. Goodbye, Dahlia. Thank you so much for that Oracle reading today. Um, yeah, yeah, that actually spoke to me quite, <laughs> quite a bit there. I, uh, yeah, I, there, there's, uh, uh, wind that I, I got, I got a little, you know, snippet of, a of a different type of job sort of thing I could be doing. And, uh, I'm just like, Oh, that's interesting. And uh, I just need to look a bit further into that. So there's, there's lots, uh, lots of opportunities out there. So. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dahlia. I appreciate that. Um, that's giving me some food for thought, some food for thought. Again, you're listening to CFRC 101.9 FM here in Kingston, Ontario, Canada. And I'm Tiffany Morgan, your hostess with Breakfast with Tiffany. <laughs> uh, I, I do feel sometimes that I am not pulling my weight with the CFR, you know, as being part of the CFRC family. I sometimes do. I'm yes, yes, sweet peas. Yes, sweet peas. I I know I do so much. I do so much. But sometimes I feel like I'm not uh carrying my weight with the CFRC family. So I thought, hey, let's talk about CFRC. Let's talk about CFRC because there's so much going on. So much going on with CFRC, especially now that students are back and stuff like that, because it's campus and community radio. So here's some announcements. Here's some announcements, because this may be of interest to you out there. It's, you know, it's definitely of interest to me. So um, there are four work-study positions uh, available to eligible students uh, to apply for covering the fall-winter 21-22 terms. And uh, if you go to the uh, cfrc.ca website, you can determine whether or not you're eligible for the work-study. Again, this is uh, for uh, uh, Queen students, and uh, and you can also there go and apply for these positions, um, uh, and these are these are positions that are helping your campus radio. These are helping C for C. So uh, job uh, these jobs like a fall winter podcast news assistant. Hello, yeah, C for C. Did you know C for C has a whole series of podcasts? Uh, you know. There, there's a lot of, uh, there's even a series of podcasts. I think that they're doing podcasting that are, are not part of the radio programming. So, so go check out CFRC.ca. So there's a podcast news assistant. There's also a marketing and advertising assistant. So if you're into marketing and advertising, you need some uh, experience with that before you, uh, you know, graduate uh, university. Check that out. There's a campus news liaison. Mm, campus news liaison. <laughs> campus news liaison. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, we have great we have great news programming here on CFRC. And there's also a, a music collection assistant, a music collection assistant as well. So those are four job opportunities. Those are um, uh, those are kind of work study positions. 
uh, for eligible students and uh, go check out cfrc.ca to determine your eligibility. If you are interested in uh, being one of those, check your eligibility and submit an application. Um, But on a broader uh, scale, so radio theater, uh, so there's a call for submissions to shortwave radio theater festival. Yeah, the shortwave radio theater festival. Um, So CFRC and Cellador Project, Cellador Project, are excited to announce a call for submissions of original work, original work, for the second shortwave theater festival. A week of audio drama that we are hosting in November 2022. 22, yeah. So it's it's a it's a wild way, but there's a lot that you have to work towards to get that going, isn't it? Um, so they're uh, looking for a series of audio theater projects by local artists. So you know this this may interest a lot more people uh, just beyond the um, beyond this call for submissions. Um, uh, you know, you can be a professional theater company, an emerging um, theater company, a, a writer, a mid-career theater artist, who, a community group, whoever. So, so those uh, are are things. So go check out cfrc.ca for more information about that. And that again is the Shortwave Theater Festival. And also part of that, they are looking for directors as well. So. If uh, so, again, that's a collaboration between CFRC and Cellar Door Project, and they're looking for uh, directors to help with the Shortwave Theater Festival. And again, that uh, will be um, airing in November 2022. But there's lots to do ahead of that. Like you know, you got to write your your little dramas and produce your dramas and edit the dramas. It's <laughs> there we go, and you know what. Gales football. Now, I had roommates here. <laughs> I, do, I don't listen. I, <laughs> I'm not very big on the football myself. But there are a lot of people out there who love the football. <laughs> and Gales football launches. This is the 98th year. The 98th year that CFRC will be broadcasting live Gales football. Can you imagine? CFRC has been around a very long time. 90, almost a century of a broadcasting Gales football. And, um, um, you know, only one year lost because of the pandemic, like, you know, out of the, out of the 99 years CFRC has been around. <laughs> That's only, it's only missed one year because of, because of the pandemic. Uh, so Jesse Bell is our announcer, uh, uh, who will call the games from the newly refurbished Richardson stadium and at Gales uh, away games this season and uh yeah tune in to cfrc 101.9 or through your web streaming applications so um the the upcoming games so there is uh october 2nd that's saturday at 4 p.m there's university of toronto gales versus university of toronto Ooh, we don't like those university of toronto people do we no we don't <laughs> Did they steal? Did they steal our uh, our poll at one time there, or did we steal the poll from them? I can't remember now. Uh, there's also another game on October eighth at six p.m. That is Gales versus Guelph Griffins. The Gales versus the Guelph Griffins, and on October sixteenth at three p.m. Uh, Gales versus the Carlton Ravens. The Carlton Ravens, and again also October twenty first 
uh, Gales versus Ottawa GGs, the Ottawa GGs. So, yeah, tune in to C4C 101.9 FM or on your uh, uh, streaming services out there, and you can listen to some some football games out there, Sweet Peas. But I got to go. I got to go. I'm running out of time. So, Sweet Peas, I give you my love. Mm-hmm. Go to dragshow.ca for upcoming drag show events. Bye-bye.